Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But this is the warm, occasionally cool, occasionally voice of your <laughs> local announcer calling you from wherever place I happen to have wandered myself. Hope I can find my way home. It's not a sure thing, though, you know. You sit down and you think you know where you're going to be next and where you'll be able to get a, get a leg on somebody else who's kind of in the same job that you are. And then what do you find? Everybody's doing the same old stuff. A pretty lady but sitting in front here. of you. But not here. And that's, I was going to get to that, but we're sitting right across from me, uh, letting me know after uh, I just learned that I was supposed to oh, do a bunch of commercials here. And uh, they couldn't do it for some reason. I mean, just, you know, things like that happen all the time. So uh, what do I do? But, well, I'm going to talk to her, right? Because she's sitting there. And why would I not want to talk to her? It's Allie. Yes. Allie, I got it right today. You did. You know what? Yesterday I got it. You can say my name wrong as many times as you want. But get a load of this. Her, wait, is this your husband or your... No, or your Kyle is my husband. Kyle. Mm-hmm. And then Kale is somebody different. Kale is my son who turned Kale, five okay. this week. I, I, I knew I had it confused there. I'm sorry no. about that. Nope. Uh, but you got it right. It's a good thought. And then uh, Creole, which is another story from uh, a little bit later. Yes. And Good well, afternoon, everybody. Thank you. I said that for their behalf, on yes. their behalf. Uh, it's time for the food show. We're going to do mostly food. But can and we most, do a song first? Oh, sure. Can we do the song? Y'all, we you have, have to song? give you a song. I do. Every time. It's a, hey, y'all. Allie Lofton, the Oyster Lady. Tom and I were kicking it yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to say really quick, Doug, before we start the song, is, yeah. Tom, I have to retract a statement that I have made before. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh-huh. A minor retraction here. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to rewrite it. Okay. I have said before that callers are not indicative of quality of content of the show meaning well, let's hope not meaning in in lesser terms that we can have a great show of lively discussion mm-hmm. and and have guests on and kind of really be in the middle of our conversation and yeah. maybe people are just out there listening they want to absorb they want to take in what we're mm-hmm. talking about and, and the discussion and maybe they're not ready to call in but i think we had five callers in the second half of the oh, show it was yesterday. a busy show yesterday Y'all, thank you so much. I'm going to retract the statement that I've made before and say that, you know, well, first of all, I love callers. I love love talking to you guys. But I loved it more than even I thought I did before, if that makes sense. Like, I love having – I love coming here and talking about food Mm -hmm. with you, and we really dig into some issues, and I think we get caught up that I – the whole show goes by for two hours – and it's like poof. But then we had yeah. five callers yesterday, Tom, and I, I loved just, it. All of a sudden. You know, a, a, here is all of what you say is true. The, here is one thing you can really live by, though. Mm-hmm. The least interesting subject on a radio talk show is the show itself. And when you find yeah. yourself talking about the, sh- the, the program, right. you've got nothing. So... 
Uh, I'd rather not talk to about. Somebody was asking me about something on on the show from a. This was about a month ago. Uh-huh. No, it's longer than that. It's about yeah. five months ago. And uh, he just kept going on and on and going. You know what kind of what kind of clothes do you wear while you're doing your show? <laughs> yeah. So it's radio. Who cares? You know, it's just right. So uh, you hope your voice is dressy, so not your as not you, your attire. You are you are getting into the early bides of the uh, radio talk show business. So I'm. Uh, I'm not trying to be a teacher or anything no, like that. No, I like this. I'm always here. That, to, that's why I but, come here, um, to learn things but from you. But you see, what I'm doing right now is exactly what I said not to do. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, then I'm just so, going to say this. Hey, okay. y'all out there for calling hey, yeah. yesterday. And I'm going to name you because you guys really made the show awesome yesterday. Sal, Pat, Gregory, Alan. Missing one more. Somebody else called in yesterday. Huh. You all made the show. You all are a hoot. You bring yeah, such... Interesting things up. Um, Stephen and Stephen. Okay. Stephen was the first. Right. Thank you all. It was all right. awesome. Thank you very much. And let's see. Where, uh, Can we where do our shall song? we start? Uh, what's the song? Oh, you, is this the Beach Boys thing? Yeah. You Can we thinking? do it? Can you hit A little up? bit of. All right. Tom and I always have to do a song when we yeah, come it's, on. Yeah, it's part of the shtick now. Yeah. So uh, we're always happy. Because though. I feel like it demonstrates how kooky Oh, we kookiness really are. Uh, has... It's on the kooky oyster You know, towards brought. the end of the program yesterday, we got to talking about cocktails. Yes. And one after another. And you made a, a mention about uh, the... Manhattan cocktail. Yes. And I said, you know, I think I read somewhere that the Manhattan cocktail is considered by a lot of people who love to eat a good or who drink a good cocktail. Mm-hmm. That this is uh, uh, really the, the one that sets the standard for everything and everybody else. Okay. So if you... Uh, That's a highfalutin cocktail. It, it, it really is, and you're, you've got it in your hand there, and it's thick enough to fill how many... All about one drink. Okay, this uh-huh. is... you. Ha- I told Tom I wanted to borrow this. This is how many pages is this, Tom? This yeah, take like a look at, at the last one will tell 200 you. 200 pages. 200 pages on, on the subject the of one cocktail. Mm-hmm. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx and Staten Island, Island, too. It's glory... Taking you, I, I don't. I, I can never remember the words. The story <clears throat> of the first modern cocktail yeah. with recipes. Philip yeah. Green. Philip Green. Do you know uh, anything about him? I. You read this. Book? If if it's the same guy I'm thinking of, he uh, used to operate out of New Orleans, and he he was a, a cocktail expert. It, this I don't know if it's the same guy, but there was. We had a couple of cocktails, uh, cocktail lounges like that back in the uh, 1990s. I think we need it. We're reviving that. I think we this are? whole trend is coming with, well, it, it's kind mm. of been here, but it's really yeah. building up um, speed, which is just very um, bars with just centered around one particular type of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why Whiskey not? bars. Why is, but there's Absinthe. one thing I need to have. Oh, yes? It's got to taste good. Yes. Because there's such a thing as a 
just nothing cocktail. You go in there and you they add a little Tom of this. Tom calls that vodka. Little of this, <laughs> a little <laughs> of this, a little that. You take a sip of it and it just sits there, mm-hmm. and it's like drinking water or smelling. You know, uh, for a long time there was a federal standard for vodka. And as a matter of fact, on a lot of liquors that were used to make cocktails. Yes. And the standard was that it, in order to be called vodka, it had to be a colorless, so no color at all, right. just see through it. Yeah. No flavor, with no flavor and no aroma. Tom's making this stuff I am up. not You're making so it. I am not making it up. When you get that book at home, look it up. I'm going to read see. it. And I, I always said, if you ever needed a reason to know, I think at this why, point in your career, you get to make things. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you're right. I'm it, sure you're right, but that's just that's funny. Well, I mean, there are so many other things. If you want to, it's like uh, if you uh, listen to. Boy, there's so much bad music in the market these days. Yes, there is. Uh, Why would you listen to any of it when there's all this, there's all this Beethoven, there's all this great rock stuff. Beach Boys. Beach Boys and the entire range of it. Right. But uh, I'm going to take this home. This is part of my edification. I actually saw the Beach Boys. Did you? I did. How were they as performers? In Gulfport. In Gulfport? In Gulfport, yeah. Recently or like back in the day? No, I was, let's see. Uh, that would have been around, ooh, I remember I had a girlfriend back then. Oh, well, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Because you've been married 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, the... Uh, Do you remember one of the songs that was Oh, out it was then? everything you've ever heard. The, uh, and you you know what? It's easy to predict what's going to be the last song that's done in, in the set. Is it? And that's their always their best best. Hit. Oh, their best song. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah, would right. that be? That's it's so obvious you're not going to have. Well, a... I know almost all their songs. Okay. Well, what's what... what was their big monster of a hit? I don't know. Thirty years ago, Tom, I'm only thirty-five. Oh. <laughs> well, let's put that out and see if anyone Doug, has some can opinions. Can you help us out? <clears throat> the Oracle, all-knowing, all-seeing. <clears throat> oh <clears throat> man, he's going to let us fail. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. But. Um, well, so. It, we're we're in the holidays. We're in the holidays. Yes, we are. And I see I see some voices and people. They probably want to come a, hang out with us. There's a little window out there and I'm watching people come and go. It's, it's, it's December. The holidays is, are here. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to ask if there was anything special that you did on a regular basis that amplified your Okay, for all y'all bum, bum, uh, bah humbug, isn't that the right? For all y'all bah humbugs out there, um, maybe you didn't do anything special. But when you're in the food business, we we celebrate with food about as we often as do. we can. Uh, amen. A wonderful observation. So essential to me. Is there anything special you did differently during the holidays? Or can you recount one of the most spectacular holiday celebrations you went to and why? Well, this time around, it was another iteration of a, a kind of a Mardi Gras, excuse me, not Mardi Gras. Christmas? Uh, Christmas, New Year's, and, and Thanksgiving. The very first one of which, uh, well, my, my parents always did the turkey, the whole thing. Right. And, and everybody else in my family's uh Family before we got married, and then her family was equally uh, 
interested in bringing in all the traditional turkeys and right. you know all the rest of it. And uh, when it came to my being old enough and having kids, you know, who would sit still long enough. Sit for, still long enough is that key. Uh-huh. It's important. But uh, once you reach that age and you have something for them to eat, the kids mostly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also the old timers. Yes. You, you have to take care of the old timers because yes. if, if they don't have something that they recognize okay. and there's nothing. What is an old timer? An old timer is someone. No, I know what it is, but like, is there an age? Like, at what age do you well, arrive at different, old timer? Different age? for different people, but just based on my experience so far, I would say it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 65. Okay, 65 plus. <clears throat> 60, well, you know, it, if, you, yeah. if it's going to go higher than that, well, God bless them right. and uh, good luck. Okay. So and you I did something special with your family. What were the special things that we, you did? Uh, this was something where my, my cookbook had fairly recently come out. It was about maybe okay. a year Which old. Which one? Tom Fitzmorris's New Orleans Food. Okay. It's right to the point. Yes. You know? And uh, when I, after I did that, and for that, uh, yeah, right after that, the next time we did a, uh, a major season, a holiday season, uh, that we were playing all the best stuff in there. There was the the ham gra- uh, graze, glazed, mm-hmm. excuse me. The ham, root beer glazed ham. Root beer glazed ham. Yep. Which became the, easily the, the most, uh, uh, the one that people ask me about most. And then we did the uh, the uh, one that we did with uh, cheesecake, mm-hmm. with the, with satsuma in it has is, is come to be my favorite way Man. of doing it. And then we we did menu. all these other things. Marianne, of course, would make her macaroni and cheese and mm-hmm. great towering towers. And they uh, we had that, and she loves that. And then lots and lots and lots of side dishes. Mm-hmm. But of all of the characteristics of an early family, a family in early in the throes of its being a mm-hmm. family, the one that you got to watch out for mo- most is that it is almost in- inevitable that you will make way, way too much food. Oh, my goodness, Not yes. only that, you're going to have some insanely huge amount of leftovers. Yes. And everybody's going to say, oh, I love Liftovers, leftovers, mm-hmm. excuse me, not leftovers. And uh, and most of the time people just have a lot of low things and they either give it to the dog or they right. just throw it out. Except for one person I know. Oh. My wife okay. is a... Leftover queen. An absolutely de- de- dedicated person to the idea of... Of leftovers, she uh-huh. just loved. I think she likes them better, better than better than she likes the. Once just again, brain. you have proven that Mary and I share very similar brains because you I do? we do. I wait a minute. Love brains leftovers. Where well, our brains are on the same brain oh, wave. Oh, okay. Yeah, our brains are on the same brain wave. Tom takes a lab. <laughs> Never mind. Because because uh, we, hmm. I feel the same way about leftovers. But yeah. did you do any like special thing besides food? Like an activity that uh, made the holidays like the holidays. It, it, there have been several of them over the years, for the, especially for the holidays. Uh, we are lucky enough to live on a, a, flat of, a plot in of country, land in the country, in the country uh, that's, you know, mostly uh, grassy and also, a lot, you know, a lot of trees and mm-hmm. everything. It's very rustic. Did and, you cut down your own Christmas tree? 
No. Oh. We don't have the kind you want. Oh, okay. Uh, but we did get it from the guy up the street okay. and throw it on the back of his. So it, anyhow, uh, where was I with that? What, oh, the, we, gosh, we've already run into our first break. Yeah, it, it, this this I can finish. Um, da da boo da ba da bing bang. Activities that you do Activ- for yeah. holidays when we get the holidays. Back. Oh, you let me. I'm going to resume that mm-hmm. on the other side of the. Uh, break and we'll be back with more of the food show this is tom fitzmorris 260-6368 we'd love to hear from you no matter what it is you want to sing or talk about but first please not having good luck with our harmonies here we're not i thought that's mm. <laughs> no keep it going we got we have to hit at least one we got to hear the songs no, okay. oh, but, oh man D- doug says no and when he the says wizard no, of oz just spoke and so, said no yeah the, You're I, a tease, Doug. Then the time I went <laughs> went to uh, actually saw the uh, saw the Beach Boys yeah. uh, uh, in Gulfport a Was bunch of years song? ago. Uh, they, I'm sure they did that, but the, that's not their most famous and most successful song. All right, Doug. Yeah. Challenge what do is you think on each is? break. Just, I want to come back. Yeah, I bet. I, I'm sure he knows, and he's going to pop it in there and play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She could hear Doug more uh, often. He's a hoop. Okay. All right. We're back. All right. 105.3 FM HD2, Mr. Right. Food, and Allie right. Lofton, the kooky oyster broad. And again, even just a half an hour in, I'm cracking up in this show. Well, you know, we're here to have fun. It's, 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 isn't today it's Saturday? It's a show of pleasure. I, 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 uh, up until a little while ago, I didn't realize it was Friday. That's right. You <laughs> know what? I so, feel like that's the beauty of kind of like your job in that. First of all, this is probably the best job in the city. You probably have the best job, literally, in the city. Mm, I like to think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Humble over there. Uh, Well, well, what can I say? Yes, the best Uh, job in the city. And I don't think it matters what knowing what day it is because this is the best job in the city. mm -hmm. You can talk about food in the city whenever. True, true, true. But what we were talking about, and I had posed to Tom, was um, special things that you do during the holidays Mm -hmm. um, that make the experience, like, obviously kids love gifts, and, you know, you're trying to teach them what to appreciate about the holidays than just the gifts. So here's some things that Mm -hmm. my family and I are going to do. Okay. Um, So... It was my son, Kale's fifth birthday this mm-hmm. week. And Kale, if, oh, what fun. if you're out there listening with Momo right now, he's spending the night with Momo. Happy birthday. Happy fifth birthday. I love you. Best thing you ever happened. Uh, best thing that ever happened to me. This is uh, true of, of all, it seems to me, all children. Yes. Best thing that ever happened to me. Um, so I love you. Happy birthday. And we are going tomorrow per Marianne's um encouragement and suggestion to Brennan's Mm -hmm. for brunch. And for watching the turtle. And for watching the turtle. Mm -hmm. And running around the courtyard in what I hope to be some gorgeous weather. Mm -hmm. Because kids need rooms to Should be a lovely day tomorrow. You know. Um, A little cold, but a a lovely day. So they're going to host us over there. And then we are going to the Christmas parade. Um, that runs from the French Quarter um, into the CBD. And, hey, if anybody out there has been to the Christmas parade or, or anything else that you're doing, any 
anything else that you do that makes the holidays special and the mm-hmm. whole experience of food and eating and family, right? Because that's what we're here to talk about, like the whole experience around food. So we're going to eat tomorrow at Brennan's. We're going to the Christmas parade. We're going to see Santa. We're going to catch all the beads. We're going to drink milk punch made famous by the Brennan's. Um, and that recipe. So we're making all that. Um, and then on Sunday, we're going to go cut down our own Christmas tree. Oh. And I asked Where Tom. Where are you getting the tree? Um, Country Pines. Christmas Country tree. Country Pines. In Where Covington. Is that? In Covington. Yep. So out in the kind of woodsy yes. part. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which Tom then said. I think there's a. A good chance, and I would ask about this. I'm going to. I'll I wrote it you, down. I'll bet you I know Nash. the answer. They, you ought to ask them, is this the uh, Christmas tree lot that used to be owned by Nash Roberts? Did anybody out there, or has mm-hmm. anybody out there, bought a Christmas tree from Nash Roberts? Nash Roberts. I'll bet you. I'll bet you between now and the end of this half hour of our program, someone will call and tell someone us will call and they say, oh, gosh, that's the only guy I ever bought a, a, a Christmas tree from was mm-hmm. at Nash Roberts. Mm-hmm. Nash Roberts was the guy on TV who would give weather forecasts. And where he, does this information live in your head? How do you wait? Beats me. You know what? Your brain must be gigantic because the amount of no, information. No, just my ego. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to put that in for people who are thinking it. So, so anyway, uh, so here is Nash Roberts. Wait, did he own a lot of lots? Yes, oh. he was. He had done well, very. Well, somebody well. out there listening and has he, bought a tree yeah, off Nash I, Roberts lot. But he, uh, you know, a lot of people would come over from their house on the South Shore and mm-hmm. and take it all the way across. Well, the that's land. what we're going to go do, and it is going to be. Do you remember um, the movie Christmas Vacation? Did no. you end up growing up watching that Chevy Chase? No. Okay. All right. You missed out then. All right. We're going to revisit it. I'm going to have to tell Mary Ann. I'm sure Mary Lee's seen it. Um, So they go. The movie starts out. Wait, wait. Before we stop. Yes. uh, If you bought or even almost bought uh, a Christmas tree from Nash Roberts, call us up and tell us about it. I haven't heard anybody talking talking about him in a a while. He's passed away for quite oh, a while. Okay, all right. But he was. I'm sure his lots have to continue on. I mean, I, it probably has gone a few. Didn't more you tell back. me he had a lot of acreage? Like, yeah, I get it. A lot of acreage. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> all right, we'll come back. We, we, were we asked to take a break? No um, break. No, no. We, but and we still haven't been right. Okay, we're good. Okay, two six zero six three six eight. In case you uh, have answers to these questions. Yes. Okay. So we're going to go cut down a Christmas tree. Yeah. So on the movie, Christmas yeah. Vacation, yes. it starts with them driving out <clears throat> to a lot. A lot to of cut what? A lot. A lot of trees. Okay. Mm-hmm. To cut down their own Christmas tree. Uh-huh. I did this as a child. Yeah. Okay. I grew up in Kansas, so right? Lots of acreage. Ponca City, Oklahoma, anywhere around there? Uh, close to there. I, the very southern part of Kansas, very yeah. bottom. Yeah. Um, so we would drive and go cut down our own Christmas tree. My dad would bring the saw, and we would walk. And my dad and I were very particular about this, okay? We're super type A, like very particular, if you haven't picked that picked up on that about me yet. So mm-hmm. we would walk and walk and walk through all of these rows and walk around the entire tree, Right. Mm-hmm. The entire tree to find no holes. Okay, can't have holes. No, no. Anywhere. Especially if you have a tree that can be seen from all sides. Mm-hmm. And then we would, so 
we're looking for that first. Then we're looking for height. And then you have to get down on the ground and examine whether the trunk is crooked. Oh, you wouldn't want that unless you were... Uh, unless you wanted like a Dr. Seuss uh, Christmas tree or something. Um, my my, uh, my bride, uh, Marianne... Yes. Uh, she always had a tree in there when... Do you guys have real trees? Only oh, real yeah. trees? Okay. Yeah. Hey, are you all a real tree or a fake uh, tree people? But, but even when she was still living at home and, you know, not, not yet married, she uh, she and the rest of her family, they always had one. Uh, it, was, it was essential. They were going to real have... Real tree. A real tree. Yes. And it was going to be surrounded by a party of family and everybody's going to have a great time and eat some funny little food, you know, and uh, and the kind of things. All the traditional things. And to this day, if you had Marianne in, sitting in front of you, and I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't do it right any second now, uh, she would tell you that, of course, you know, this is what you do to make, your ha- make you feel like you're really part of life and living. Right. So you go cut down your own tree. You've got to make sure the tree, the trunk isn't crooked. The trunk? Oh, yeah. On the tree. Yeah, good luck with that. Okay, she right. and her family didn't seem to give a damn about that. And, <laughs> Is it uh, always crooked? My mother, on the other hand, my mother, my poor dad, my mother wanted Christmas trees to be absolutely perfect. I like your mother. Completely perfect. My my poor dad, he had to kind of he didn't drive a car, so he had a problem with this, mm-hmm. and he would just get them over, and he'd keep tilting it this way, and then this way, and mm-hmm. then a little bit towards him, and another bit uh, toward, away from him, and my poor dad was just like, "What Until do I have wrecked. to do Perfect. to get this woman to take <laughs> this kid?" Anyway. <laughs> husband with me and okay so just one more thing before we move on to my next question which is about fruit cake Mm -hmm. right one year yeah the first year my husband and i were together yeah and got a christmas tree yeah i insisted honey if you're listening out there he knows this story and he knows i won't let him live it down (laughs) okay now that's not my fault and i'm gonna run if it's too macabre here it comes. Okay. We went and bought our first Christmas tree together. All right. And he had a truck. Yeah. Okay. But I explained to him, and he didn't know this, because they grew up with fake Christmas trees. Fake <laughs> Christmas trees, y'all. I don't know. Mm. Blasphemy. Okay. So we buy it. We put it in the truck. And when he goes to get it out, he doesn't climb up into the bed and get it out he tries to grab the trunk of it the bottom of it and pull it out and he snaps the top Mm. of my christmas tree and uh did he ever and i hear it and in very dramatic fashion i instantly burst into tears uh, hey, I can believe you (laughs) to tell you all the rest of this story when we get back then we're going to talk about fruitcake it's the food show fruitcake and uh, some other things too. We still haven't gotten back to um, to our we'll friends over at uh, Nash Roberts. Uh, I'm, I'm looking around uh, for anybody who remembers. You don't have to have bought a tree from him or anything, but Nash Roberts. He used to sell Christmas trees, and that was most of uh, a little bit of his time. And the rest of the year, he sold Christmas trees, and he was also the uh, 
weatherman on Channel 6 for a million years. We'll tell you about it when we get back. We're doing a somewhat, maybe more than somewhat, uh, edition of our program today. Uh, and uh, we invite you to it if it sounds a little bit offbeat. Uh, you're right, it, it does. But uh, Allie is here. And uh, we have been talking about uh, comfort food and comfort stuff and families and Christmas and 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 uh, all of the holidays and in a whole bunch of different ways. And that's, I must tell you, I found it more than a little re, uh, 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 entertaining. So thank you for being here with us. Uh, I'd love to hear from anybody out there who has some thoughts about putting together your Christmas dinner, uh, a party you might be having at your house or maybe in somebody else's house. And your traditions. Uh, and all the traditions that you have in your family. Everybody's got different. Do you have uh, food traditions? Like, is there something only specially made for Christmas, for the Christmas dinner or the Christmas mm-hmm. party? Well, it is at my house. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the, the things you hear me talk about all the time. The, the root beer glazed ham. I'm yes. real proud of that. Right. So uh, those things are only done for Christmas and Thanksgiving yeah. and no other time Well, of if the someone year. asks me for it, I'd do okay, it. Okay, you'll it's, do it. It's, fortunately, you don't have to tend it a lot. You, you get it going in the kitchen. You stick the, the, the uh, antenna, not the antenna. The, the thermometer. An, the thermometer to see mm-hmm. what your temperature is inside. Right. And uh, if that's right, you know, you're good. You put it on the, and then you slice it and bang, bang, bang. Everybody loves it. Okay. Yeah. So... Just to finish, he yanked it out of the truck. He broke the top of the Christmas tree. Oh, I this was, is your dad? This is my husband, Your Kyle. husband, okay. Our first Christmas Close together. Close enough to a dad, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. our first Christmas together. He yanks it out of the truck. He breaks the top of it. I burst into tears because it's our first Christmas away from our families. And he decides, in order to salvage it, that yeah. he is going to wrap twine around the top of it to keep the top tip attached to the rest of the tree hmm. and water it in somehow hoping that it will grow or attach itself back to the tree. I, I don't know. But we were going with this. It's like family traditions, mm-hmm. holiday traditions. Yeah. And then next up, which we missed yesterday, yeah, comfort food. Comfort food. Yeah, we okay. were talking about that this Comforting evening. Comforting things. Comforting, you know, mm-hmm. holiday traditions. So... I asked Tom before we started today, what are the parameters for comfort food? Uh, you know, that, that's, it's hard. You, I don't Do think you, you find can broccoli nail that. comforting? Uh, b- broccoli comforting? No. Um, I, I like broccoli, but I like it cooked a long time, longer than most people like Right. So the parameters mm-hmm. for comfort. Food. Yeah, yeah. They, I think you you get it done your way. It's like uh, going out and getting a hamburger or a steak even, and you always tell them how you want it. And when you're happy, when they can deliver that, and most restaurants can deliver whatever it is you want, uh, and it comes out the way you want, well, bang, that, there you're, there's your... I feel your, like it should feed your soul, though. Feed your soul. Like comfort food... When you eat it, and this is what I was um, talking with Tom about, Mm -hmm. is you don't put your fork in a piece of broccoli, in a florette of broccoli, and eat it and just roll your eyes into the back of your head and think, my God, Mm. this is one of the best things I ever ate. Wow. Does that happen to you often? Yes. Good for you. Lucky. But So it has to feed your soul. It has to make you feel a certain way. 
And have you ever actually achieved this? Yes. Well, good. Lucky so, you. So tell everybody food. you know about it, and especially when they're complaining, take them out. Get that book with all the cocktails in it. Yes. Go to a bar somewhere. You're only going to drink one each, okay? One one is the, at least it's is my the limit. Max. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, tell uh, how your life has changed and and their life has changed in their own way. Or you know, I don't know if how you want it to change, but exactly. Well, but what's your favorite comfort food? My favorite comfort food is to take a nap. At an inappropriate time. Well, maybe not. In You're tip- lying. I'm not. No, I take a nap at least twice a day. That is not your comfort food. Oh, oh that's your night. You're right. Not it's not comfortable. food. I'm sorry. I missed that. <laughs> I missed that aspect of it. Uh, when for, you're eating, what's your Marianne's is mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, we know that. Okay. That but and what hamburgers. What is Tom's favorite comfort? Food? My favorite food. Period. With no other qualifiers, no. Qualifiers. Qualifiers, yeah. Baked oysters, that's a very generic term. So here's Mm -hmm. what comes under it. Mm -hmm. Arno's, Antoine's. Yep. um, Pascal's Manali, I'm sorry. What's your topping? Uh, I'm going to get to that. Okay, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, Let's see, who else uh, have I left off? I think Uh, you've hit the major players. Yeah, let's just stop it at, at six of them, but I... They are. Here's what they all have in common. They yeah. are baked oysters, and at the bottom of it is the shell. Yes. It isn't necessarily going to be the same oyster that the shell came from that oyster over here instead of right. this one. There's a lot of swapping back and forth. Yeah. So there's, here are the five, uh, Rockefeller, Bienville, uh, charcoal broiled. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's the, over at Arno's. They actually have, have five, five different one, ways that they do it. Yes. And every time I go to Arno's, I get that all that five different oysters uh, platter every time. I love that. I think that's a. So that's your comfort food. It's a comfort food, but it's also an exciting food. It's also one that is unique, and very local, and it is um, just. Delicious. I mean, I, I, it, to me, it's not a classy na- uh, restaurant without that to, so for me. is it a comfort food? Like, okay, if you if, – if that's your comfort food and you went and made those – like, is it only a mm-hmm. comfort food if you go out and eat it? Or do you make it at home and it still is a comfort food? You know, I just had a thought of that answers that question yes. and also would answer questions you've also dropped on us before. Mm-hmm. Your comfort food is the food that feeds your soul. Well, that isn't the way I was going to put it, okay. but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll accept that. Okay. Um, where it's it's your comfort food when you just I I had this all figured out. I mean, it takes you gone. to a place. That's what it we talked you, about. Like, so you're eating it, and it almost takes you to a good memory. It it's not necessarily necessarily a memory. Even it's it's just when uh, it when it touches you and uh, and when you really enjoy it. I mean, that's it. But this that I've lost. I had a great little phrase here, and I, ah, that's all right. It'll come to, to us. It'll come to back to us. I hope. In the perfect mm. timing. So, okay. So, it has to feed your soul. Yep. It has to... And your body, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it has to take you to a place, like either a memory or, or something like that. 
Um, mine. Oh, Sal's back. Okay, Welcome continue. Sal. Sal. Yeah. Sal is here. Sal, okay. Well, I was going to let you finish. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, Continue, Sal. Continue, please, Allie. Continue, Allie. Okay. So it takes you to a place, right? Broccoli doesn't take me to a place. Um, and my favorite is stuffing. And mm-hmm. in fact, so much so that I only want to have it during Thanksgiving and Christmas because it's so special to me and I've made it so much a part of those experiences that I save it literally mean I savor it I save it for those times of the year because it means so much to me during those times of the year like that Mm -hmm. is literally comfort food to me oh yeah how many of us uh, fall in love with things that uh, we we had when we were young that could be anything from a parent to a, a toy to friendships and it all comes together, and you know, tying it all together, food. Which is also why, if you don't do a good stuffing, I'm bringing my own <laughs> stuffing to your party. If okay. you tell me that we're doing a box stuffing, I'm going to tell you that we. That oh I'm no, be no, we we, we, uh, we, we can party. do better than that. Okay, so Sal, hi. Thank y'all for taking my call, especially. Uh, I didn't know if I was going to be welcomed back after yesterday. Oh, no worries. Yeah. We've moved on past that. Come on in, Sal. That's awesome. Well, listen, uh, I wanted to give a uh, restaurant report today, but I'm, I'm really enamored by the conversation topic now, and I have to agree with you, Allie. The different variations of stuffings, dressings, and uh, casseroles at holiday time are something that definitely brings me to a place, to a, a, a state of mind, and definitely feeds the soul because it brings back great memories of so many people who some I still see, some I miss because of uh, death and, and, you know, being deceased. And uh, it's, just, it's just a great thing to share with other people, and it's, it's definitely more than just physical sustenance, no doubt. You know what, you you really took it to the next level there. You're absolutely right. Like, it reminds you of most people that aren't with you anymore because maybe somebody that was with you used to make it, and now somebody else has to pass it. So what's yours? Yeah, there it is. You know, my my brother-in-law's grandmother, who's no longer with us, my parents, who are no longer with us, they used to make the, you know, stuffed merleton and the eggplant casseroles at holiday time and they varied between the shrimp and the ham and spinach madeleine and oh, that's no talk about a like biggie that uh, uh, that uh that that uh salad dressing that you just mentioned uh boy talk about something popular spinach madeleine Is spinach it? madeleine i don't right. know that, about that one <clears throat> well it's yeah. not a I'm sorry, I'm wrong about that. It's um, it's a side, right? It's a side or a or a, a warm yeah. yeah. It's a casserole, and it's, it's, I make it I make it more often than on the holidays, but usually probably once a year outside of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Hey Sal, are you in your car? I am. Do you need me to pick up the phone? Yeah, can you pick higher? up the phone um, and get us a little closer? I can hear you, but I can definitely tell that you're further away, and I want to hear more of what <clears> you're saying. All right. All right. Oh, perfect. Now, That's better. much better. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the restaurant report, um, my wife and I went to lunch today because she's now doing three days a week on the North Shore instead of going to the CBD five days a week. Oh, great. And oh. we were able to uh, sneak away and do a little lunch at Lola. 
and boy, that was our first time there, and it was spectacular. Even Lola, though what we had was Lola for lunch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if I may intrude a minute here for a second, if you ever sure. have the opportunity to go to Lola uh, in the evening, you will see a, a new uh, profile of that. It is a wonderful restaurant. I'm not as crazy about the lunches, but there's a reason for that. That whole neighborhood is filled with attorneys and uh, and people working for the uh, for, you know, all of, you know, the, right. all the cops and the... Uh, is this on St. Charles? Are we talking about... No, no, this is in Covington. Lola, not Nola. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, I missed that. But it's, um, but if you ever go for for dinner over there, I, it's a knockout. They're all in old uh, railroad cars. What type of food is it? It's New Orleans, you know, hip uh, Creole cooking. Okay. It, real good quality more, ingredients. More, yeah, more... A more eclectic version of it. Uh, yeah. The owners used to work at Brennan's. Brennan's, right. And, and in fact, I was, uh, and Tom, you and I are on the same page with this because I was, I was, we went for lunch, but I immediately asked the guy, I said, let me see one of your dinner menus because I really am interested in coming for dinner one night in the uh, near future. And you're right, the, the dinner menu looks exquisite. Yeah, it you'll really love does. it. You'll really have a good and, time with that one. So, what'd you and, have? Um, Allie, I had the grilled salmon salad, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. That's that's Marianne's uh-huh. favorite. And my wife had, and it was a special on the menu board, mm-hmm. smoked speckled trout. Mm-hmm. I love smoked fish. Hmm, that's different. It was really good. And I, we tasted each other's, and we split a cup of the truffle and goat cheese soup. And it was absolutely to die for. It was the best soup Mm. I've ever eaten in a restaurant. It Mm. really was. Wonderful. Thanks for the um, report. And the the dessert, uh, of course, was hummingbird cake. Mm. Hummingbird cake. Tell me what that is. It's familiar, but I can't remember exactly. Pineapple, right? Is that correct, Sal? Pineapple? No, No. it's not pineapple. It's it's an old, old, old traditional southern living recipe made with uh, allspice, nutmeg, nuts. And it's got somewhat of a, a, a nutty flavor, either from bananas or something else other than that. And it's uh, topped with a cream cheese, white icing. And it was, my wife made it about six months ago for us. And the pan lasted about four hours in our house. That sounds delicious. But uh, mm. we, split one, we split one today and it was, she said it was better than hers, but I, I think it was, I think hers is just Good, if not How long has the restaurant been around, Tom? Oh, uh, gosh. I'm going to say at least 10 years, I'm thinking. Really? It might not really? be that long. I, I, let's, let's be a little more conservative with this. Uh, about uh, maybe maybe about uh, five years. Do you live on the, on the North Shore side? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. I do. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I do. But we may, we're probably going to make our way over to the city soon because we want to take the kids to Celebration in the Oaks and the Roosevelt oh, and yeah. take in all of the holiday spirit. So is that city. some of the stuff that you all do to kind of um, accent your holiday time is going to the events? Yeah, we missed uh, the, the actual lighting of the lobby because one of our kids had uh, an activity that they had practice. It's their Christmas play. And uh, he had to go to his dress rehearsal that that evening, so we had to miss 
the lighting of the lobby at the Roosevelt. So we were planning on going sometime soon and uh, just taking in taking in the holiday cheer of uh, the city of New Orleans. Well, we're going to the parade tomorrow. Me and my oh, family. Really? Uh-huh. We're going to the Christmas parade tomorrow on Saturday after we do Brennan's. And um, I'm oh. I'm excited for that, catching all the beads, seeing Santa riding the float. So that's what we're doing yeah. to kind of kick it off. Stairs where? Unfortunately, we're going to have to miss that, too. We've got so oh. much going on tomorrow. Oh. But, um, well, that's a good thing. Enjoy it. I hope you all have a great weekend. Thank and you. I'll be, uh, back in touch. Thanks Thank for you very you much. Too, Sal. Nice hearing from you. Bye. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Mm. do 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 with us also is uh, Mary. No, not uh, Ollie. Allie. <laughs> Allie. Yes. I'll get this yet. It's One fine. of these days. That's all right. We still. I'm still waiting. I'm very surprised at this. Uh, Al. Wait a minute. Nash. Uh, Nash Roberts. Nash Roberts was the guy who did the uh, Christmas tree. Christmas. Well, he did that. He was in the business of selling Christmas trees. Uh, but he also was very, very well known as the uh, weatherman on Channel 6 for a really long time. I'm not talking about, you know, three weeks or something. It was more like around 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he was just a, a, a one of those. He was iconic. Really, he was. I mean, there are a lot of things and people who say they're iconic. Nash Roberts was iconic, no doubt. If anybody out there <clears throat> bought a tree off Nash Roberts' or Christmas if it, tree farm. If you even heard of him once, give us a call. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that we haven't rounded up even one, because I know he's not alive anymore. Mm-hmm. But, well, how uh, long not alive? Do you have I'm any idea? I'm not sure. Okay. I really don't know. But he's... Uh, but he is held in pretty good reputation from the people who were who lived here in those days. Uh, but anyway, I'm surprised that we wouldn't get at least a couple of them. Uh, Nash Roberts, folks, remember him? You've got to. I'm sure you do. Okay, well, I have another Christmas tree iconic dessert, if ah, you will, that Tom said it? he cooked. Yeah. Fruitcake. Fruitcake. Like, uh, 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 yeah. Did you make fruit cake i uh, never did because i knew too many places to get it and it's a it's a lot of work to do and not everybody likes it to begin with Does i do like, like fruit cake i it, do you do i do you're uh, the, lying. the ones that the you know they're, they're made in great numbers here in uh, louisiana now really yeah there's a, a one operation they are pretty close to the superdome they uh they u- they used to be where Chasacy uh was oh, Chasacy with, moved with out the hams in Jefferson yeah well it was a hurricane related thing and uh, anyway they um, where they was they make a lot here in New they Orleans they make a, a lot of fruit cake here in uh, in New Orleans and they really do make it here and they sell it all over the country okay so uh, w- the the store that I found that has it most reliably is Winn Dixie okay you like it. I do like Does it. Does anybody out there like fruitcake? Let's see. Two six zero six three six eight. There are a lot of people who don't. I do not like fruitcake. Well, I'm going I'm to keep yours, and you can eat whatever you want. Go right ahead. <gasps> okay. Eggnog. Eggnog. Do you ever make your own? Oh, all the time. And here's uh, the critical touch to yes. great eggnog. You okay. know? No, I don't. So I'm asking you. Cook it yourself yes. from scratch. Yes. Very slowly. Okay. And let it just steam there, and it will and and it, it will take days. 
excuse me? Days. It will take days. Days. D-A-Y-S. Yeah, I got that part. What, why days? Because uh, all of the elements in it have to kind of, they're drawing themselves to a close, but at the same time, they're, same time they're expanding, and they have a little bit of whiskey in them, too. Yep. Most of them do. A lot and of whiskey for me. So, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, you know, no one stopping you. I'll have to ask Nash Roberts about that. Okay. Anyway, uh Okay, so Where slow with, with, <clears throat> with eggnog. Yeah. A ed, good recipe for egg, eggnog. Eggnog, and it's sort of like uh, ones that have been, you know, ever go to a Mexican restaurant, and they always have at the end of the meal, they have uh, flan. Yep. Well, you can't really do a custard, I mean, a, not a custard cake, but a uh, fruit a cake without oh. without some of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, well, so I have a pole. A pole. Okay. A pole. Okay, are you a eggnog man yeah. or a Love or it. a milk punch man? Oh no, I'm a I'm an egg egg. Uh, I'm a I'm a yeah, yeah. We'll come back to that. We will take us off. It's the food show. We have another whole hour to go here. Uh, Ali's on the phone, and in case you're wondering who's that other voice, that's who's that who it crazy is. Lady? You have wide open space here for you to use. I hope you do call 260-6368. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.